Motorcycles are an iconic part of not only American culture, but cultures all over the world. And Harley Davidson is one of the leading brands in this space. But the question we have to ask ourselves and what we're gonna answer in this video right now is, is Harley Davidson a good investment or not? You see, when I first started investing, I had this idea that if a company has enough brand power and recognition, then it must be a good investment automatically, right? Because people recognize the brand. Well, that's not always the case, but sometimes it is. And so I wanna help differentiate those things for you in this video right now. In order to really understand the answer to that question, we have to first go back and understand the context of the business. So we'll look at its history a little bit, then look at the business today, and then we'll look at the financials and see how the company is really moving money around and what they're doing with the money that they're earning. And then ultimately that will help us answer the question whether or not the stock is a buy right now. Hi, my name is Alex Mason. I'm your stock storyteller. And here on this channel, we help you become a better investor by decoding the business behind the stock. I'm studying every company in the S&P 500 and covering many more topics and companies as well. And today we're gonna to talk about Harley Davidson. So let's get into it. Now I wanna take you back with me in time right now to the early 20th century. And I'm talking really early, like 1903. Now around this time, the Wright brothers were working on an invention that we now know as an airplane, but another type of transportation was also being developed. And this was the motorcycle. William, Walter, and Arthur Davidson, they were these three brothers who were obsessed with bicycles. And one of their other friends was named William Harley, and he had this idea to create a motorcycle and actually motorize bicycles. Now, Harley and the Davidson brothers, they didn't invent motorcycles, but they were some of the early pioneers. And in their hometown of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, it's a really hilly area in some places, and they wanted to be able to create a bike that would allow a person to ride up and down the hills without pedaling. So what Harley and the Davidson brothers did was they created an internal combustion engine. Now, what is an internal combustion engine? It's basically a metal chamber with pistons in it, and it converts chemical energy from something like, say, gasoline or diesel fuel into kinetic energy, which is energy in motion. Now, what this means for you and me is that instead of us having to pedal a bike ourselves, we can pour some fuel in a machine and it will go automatically for us. The first prototype that was built didn't really work out very well, but by prototype number two, things were getting a little bit better with the motorcycle design. And then fast forward to 1907, Harley Davidson was actually a company producing over 150 moto bikes. Hey, if you're getting value out of this episode so far, it would have mean so much to me if you took one second and just tap that like button. Thank you so much. Now, Harley Davidson kept making bikes. They perfected their designs a little bit more. They came out with different models of bikes over time. And in World War I hit, and then World War II hit, they actually started making bikes for military applications for the war effort. Now, it was after World War II that motorcycle riding became a big part of popular culture. And that's when sales really started taking off even more as people started riding bikes more for leisure again. In 1969, the company got acquired by this company called American Machine and Foundry or AMF. And this was this big conglomerate that had all sorts of different types of businesses and they bought Harley Davidson. This ended up being really bad for business because they started cutting costs really ruthlessly 
and the product quality ended up going down. So bike sales started to trend down and this was a tough period for the company. Another thing that was tough was competition was increasing and throughout the 1970s, competition from Japanese manufacturers was pretty tough and took away some of their market share. Ah, but the good thing here is the story does not end here for Harley Davidson. They ended up getting sold to a group of investors in the 80s. And by 1986, they actually went public in the stock market. New management came in. They focused on increasing the quality of the products. And slowly but surely, their sales started to rise again. Now, this company really is a roller coaster ride because decades later in 2008, the country was going through a big recession. And unfortunately, people do not buy motorcycles in recessions. Profits for the company fell by 66% over the course of two different quarters in 2008. And things were just really bad for a couple of years. But the economy eventually rebounded and Harley-Davidson started selling more and more motorcycles yet again. And that brings us to today. The way Harley-Davidson's business model works today is that they design and manufacture these precision engineered motorcycles. And then they sell them to a network of dealerships, which are spread out across the country and across the world. And then those dealerships sell the bikes to consumers, people like you and me. They've got a network of over 1300 dealerships, about half of those are in the United States. And then the other half are spread out across the other continents of the world. One exciting thing about this company's strategy is their push into electric vehicle sales. So they're trying to design more bikes that cater to this market with renewable energy as opposed to just their traditional gasoline-powered motorcycles. Now, this sounds really great, but I think we need to take a look at another data point that can inform our decision as potential investors, and that is the number of riders in the entire marketplace, in their market in general. You see, the thing is, not just with Harley-Davidson, but with motorcycle manufacturers in general, there's this trend toward less and less people buying motorcycles. It's not as big of a part of popular culture as maybe it once was. As a result, Harley-Davidson management is forecasting overall global growth in motorcycle sales to grow by only about 2 or 3% per year. Now that's not exactly fast growth, but wait, there's more to the story. We need to look a little bit deeper into the financials because there's some more things going on here. One thing that I'm noticing in the financial statements that Harley-Davidson put out earlier this year is that their market share is pretty strong. In the United States, they have a market share of around 45%, and that's pretty consistent over the last few years. So they definitely have a strong brand within the motorcycle segment. And you might say, hey, Alex, that's great, but let's talk about numbers. Is this company actually profitable? And the answer is yes, the company is profitable. Now they did take a hit during COVID in 2020. Their financial results were basically flat for that year, but they do have a strong base of revenue and a strong base of profit in most years. And 2021 was one of those years. We can see that the margins are decent at around 9%, which is good. But where's the cash flow going? Now, if we look at the latest cash flow statement provided by the company's management, we see a couple of different things here. We see that, first of all, the company does bring in close to a billion dollars in operating cash flow. So they are making money from the sales of motorcycles and accessories. Now, in the investing side of the cash flow statement, we see that there's a lot of money changing hands here as far as financing goes. The company is financing a lot of bikes, and that shows up in a really big way in the cash flow statement. So 
financing is a big part of this business. I mean, think about it. As a general consumer, you go into a dealership, you say, hey, I want to buy a motorcycle. How much does a motorcycle cost? Well, it's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. That's not money that most people have just laying around. So it tends to be an item that's financed similar to a car. Now, this is important because now this means we can't just think of Harley-Davidson like a typical consumer brand, like say Colgate Palmolive selling toothpaste and dish soap or something like that. No, we have to think of it a little bit more kind of like a financing company too, because not only are they creating the motorcycle and selling it, but they are helping facilitate the financing that actually makes the sales possible. Now, I do see here that Harley-Davidson's long-term debt is going down a little bit. So they are paying off some debt after COVID. And as far as returning cash to shareholders, the company brags that they're going to return a lot of cash via share repurchases and dividends. But if we actually look at the numbers, they're not really putting a lot of money into those kinds of actions. They're really putting more money into reinvesting in their business and into their financing operations. So that's really where the money is going. All right, that brings us to our final question. Is this stock a buy? Now we gotta look at the stock price first. Now, if we look at the stock price here, we see that it's trading now for around $33 per share at the time of this recording. And one thing that's interesting is that it's fallen by 10% year to date. So the stock has struggled this year and a lot of stocks have struggled this year. So it's not really that surprising. What's a little more surprising is over the past year, okay, they're down, they're down 27%. Over the past five years, down 39%. So this is a company whose stock has really struggled in recent years. But I want to show you something interesting. Now, the P.E. ratio is 8.5, which seems really cheap. But with a company like this, that ratio can get cheaper. And I expect that it might get cheaper, especially if we enter a recession in the coming months or in the coming year. But here's something very interesting. If we click max here on this uh, on this timeline, we see that the stock price for Harley Davidson has truly been a roller coaster up and down, up and down, these dramatic crashes and dramatic rises. Now look here at what's going on. During the recession of 2008, the stock got as low as $10.74. That's super cheap. And it rose all the way up in 2014 to over $72 per share. And then when COVID happened, March 2020, look at this. Boom, stock price just dropped to over $17.80. And now we're all the way back up to 33. So you can see what's going on here with this stock. It's a very cyclical business. It's a very cyclical stock. Okay, so how should we think about this now that we've seen the historical stock chart data, we've seen the valuation, we've seen the history, the financials, little tidbits of all these different pieces of the business. Well, this is a business that I think isn't great to buy right now necessarily. That's my opinion. I think that a multiple of eight times earnings, it looks cheap. It looks enticing, especially from a value perspective, but it can get cheaper than that. Now, if this was a business trading at four times earnings, I'd be all over it. I mean, Harley Davidson has a great brand. They make highly precision engineered machines that people still love and ride to this very day. So they have a lot going for it. But from a financial perspective, I think there's a lot of risk. If we enter a recession in the next month of the next year, people are not going to buy bikes and that's going to not bode well for both the short-term results of the business, but also the short-term stock price. Harley-Davidson is a cyclical business for sure. And there are many other types of cyclical businesses, but there are also many other types of consumer-based brands that aren't a cyclical at all. 
and I actually studied one of those the other day. You can check that video out right here. And so the thing is, when looking at investments, we have to look not just at the raw financial characteristics, but also the cyclicality of the business. And Harley Davidson is definitely one of those. But if you want to learn about one that's not quite as cyclical, go ahead and check this video, video out. I'll see you on the next one.